Dude, today we're going to go through probably the hardest pick'em that we've done. A good run. We're really mean to you. Uh, We're going to talk about how Grant loves slick sidewalks. I'm super stoked for that conversation. I'm looking for a new podcast with nicer hosts. <laughs> I'm going to become a free agent. I am, yeah, I'm available uh, free agent. Okay, James Harden. Uh, <laughs> I am the system. I am, I am the, the system. system. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, we got like, it's we got a tough, tough trivia today. Tough trivia. Tough trivia. Finally, yes. I, I, I've, I finally had a little better day with that. But Mike still, dear Lord, dude, can you just like not know stuff? That would be great. You not I, I can't help it. I know Steve. My wife's always like, "How do you know this stupid stuff?" So it's just me. Well, you and you and your wife are uh, we're in step on that one because this sucks. Um, <laughs> but no, we got a lot it was of good much stuff. More even it wasn't just a that's true. sweep like it yeah, was last week. Fr- Why a tittle? I'm, are you kidding me? I'm still so anyway, happy about. I last week. I have told that to a few people um, as last week. But uh, these guys are gonna be made fools and pick them actually. So. Yeah. Well, we uh, we one hundred had a great football weekend. We're gonna awesome. get into it right now. Uh, we're locked in for almost the next two hours. So sit in with us, enjoy the conversation. Grant's gonna say some stupid stuff. Uh, me and Jameson and Mike are gonna do our best to educate you on things, and you know, uh, how it goes. You know uh, just enjoy the show, guys. That's right. Enjoy the show. This is Sports of Five. Welcome to Sportsify for November 16th, 2023, with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome in, everybody, to this edition of Sportsify. I'm your host, Matt Novak. Alongside me, as always, is Grant Hawker. On the third mic is Jameson DeFore. Hey, yo. Uh, Grant forgot to say hi because he's. Hey, like what's that. up, man? Um, he's just, he's got such a busy life, he can't even say hello to us. I'm too busy. Um, yeah, I'm too busy you're for cooler than us. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, dudes, we are coming off an amazing weekend of football. Uh, this was the closest weekend of football in terms of finishes of any week so far. 11 out of 14 games finished as one score finals. Uh, even if it wasn't amazing football, because there's definitely some stinkers that finished as one score games, uh, started off pretty hot uh, with the early morning Sunday game with the Colts and the Patriots. Uh, some pretty trash football uh, for the most part, especially by the losing team. But uh, yeah, there was just excitement around all those games. Anytime you get that stuff, that many games close, it makes for a good weekend of football. And it seemed like it was hit, hit, hit after hit, hit, hit. And then even the ones, there was a couple of big blowouts, uh, still had some uh, excitement to them. And uh, there was a big question answered that we'll get to on one of those games this week. But I uh, genuinely felt like a possible game of the year candidate came Sunday afternoon uh, between the Lions and the Chargers. My favorite game of the weekend, uh, outside of my favorite team winning, of course, but like, Genuinely loved watching that game. Um, loved the gutsy call uh, by one of our favorite head coaches in the league and his I, offensive coordinator. That was ballsy. All I'm saying is that my pick for him being uh, coach of the year. Hey, man, it's looking that, good. That stock just went up a little oh, bit yeah. more. A little it, bit it, more. How could it not be stupid high after that call? It was awesome. for, for him to go, okay, guys, fourth and two, 
we could kick a field goal here and tie, but you got 150 whatever on the clock. We haven't been able to stop the Chargers all day. Should we just give Jared the ball and see what we can do? Which is what happens. He hits Laporta for the first down. They end up getting another touchdown on that pick drive. This game. We didn't pick that game. No, we did not pick that game. Totally should have. We suck. I mean, but to be honest, I think it's because we expected the Lions to, to win. probably win decently. I think, I think it would have been it would have been a sweep. I think we all would have picked the Lions. Yeah, probably. I mean, not just because we're all fans, but like we, I think we we recognize the trend, the momentum behind the Lions, and it showed. Like it, it really did. I feel like mm-hmm. we come on here every week and we're just saying good stuff about the Lions because there's not a lot to hate on right now. Uh, they have they have been swinging I for it with their draft picks. I mean, their top two picks had a great weekend. Gibbs had two touchdowns this weekend uh, coming into his own. Uh, you know, <clears throat> they've got a, a game wrecker of a safety and branch on the back end who is, dude, he hurts human beings. Like his shoulder going into your chest, you are going to be talking that's to a, a doctor that's after a that That's Dan Campbell safety right there. Oh, heck yeah. Like that dude loves everything about his rookie safety. Um, and there's not, I mean, there's not a lot to not like. I mean, he does, he does have a little bit of lack in the pass coverage, uh, but that's just catching up to the speed of the NFL, in my opinion. Um, you know, and he's not always in coverage uh, in how they play him. He does have a little bit of a rover vibe to him. But anyway, what a game. I mean, it was blow for blow. Watching that first half, touchdown. That Montgomery Somebody else gets run the ball, was touchdown. amazing. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, like candidate for run of the year. Absolutely. 75 yards uh, up the middle. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't know. I think the uh, James, the the Cook guy from the Bills, Yeah, he had a good one too. A good he run. Did. He had a real good run. Pick, pick up his own fumble and run for oh, 50 yeah. yards. <laughs> that was pretty cool. The, no, I just, I love though, like watching that back and forth football. And I know people that love good defense. Uh, don't get me wrong. Defense showed up in place. It showed up in moments in this game. Um, there were there were big stops when when they needed some of those stops at times. But like I I love the back and forth backyard vibe. You had two quarterbacks just gunslinging the entire time. Um, and Goff didn't just keep up with the other guy. My guy, like he had the pressure on him the whole time. Um, and for everybody that has hated Jared Goff. I mean, or it hated on him. He's certainly give you re- given you reasons at times. He's given you a little ammunition here and there. But we do got to start looking at the scope of his work, like the entire thing, and looking at his credential as an NFL player. And we got to start giving some due there because the guy is flat out getting it done. Don't get me wrong. He's with an offensive coordinator that he loves and a system that's great for him uh, for sure. But uh, you got to start giving him credit when it comes to making big throws, making big plays. That fourth and th- two throw to Laporta uh, was he was double covered, had a guy on his back, had a guy coming uh, towards him. Laporta did, and Goff had a hand in his face, and he delivered a strike. I mean, put it right on it. Credit to Laporta for get, uh, for having uh, incredible hands in that moment. I mean, it's just pressure. Like you got to do it right then and there, and the and dude came through. I. I loved that game. Like, absolutely loved so it. So good. I I just gotten done watching the Niners. I had, I had recorded it. Uh, I got to watch a portion of it live, and then I recorded the rest. So I was coming off my recording and uh, was completely uh, engaged into that 
forgot that the Seahawks were playing uh, the Commanders. I didn't call them by the wrong name yet this week. Good also, job, a pretty good game. Like that was a good game too. Like good game, good game. Weird. That was a lot of field goals. Uh, Jason Meyer went five for five. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a lot of yeah, field goals. It was, Bit- but it was one of those things where it's like it felt like every field was like we can win by doing because like we were stopping yeah. their defense. Ben and don't break, wasn't. It was just like, we can, we can keep hitting some field goals and win this game. Yeah. And it came down to the field goal game winner for sure. And Howell didn't have a bad day at all for Washington. Dude. He is, I'm just going to say, he's like, good. they have their guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. Like, he's leading the league in passing yards. Yes, he is. And I think he's top five in pass touchdowns because yes, he, he, yep. he had three. He had three. He was clutch, dude. All, like, like in that, their, their final offensive drive on third downs. Yep. He kept hitting it. Third and four, a third and long. He kept hitting guy. them and keeping that drive along. He's so a guy. he is clutch. Yeah. Like, it just, I think that that de- their defense is just not very good, especially when and you give up your two best defensive players. Yep, shocker, absolutely. Stevens is not going to be able to keep up. Well, so. that was that was what struck me is you know I know Seattle's been battling, um, they've been battling injuries along their offensive line as I as I did tune into that game, and it genuinely looked like Geno had all day for a couple of those throws, especially in the second half. I said I wasn't paying that much attention. I did cut in multiple times while the other game was on commercial, but. Um, I, that was something I noticed. I watched, uh, I remember watching seven plays. I was like, I watched seven passes and Gino's time in the pocket just seemed like forever. Don't get me wrong. They got back there and put some pressure on him at times. He had to use his legs, but that's the NFL. Um, I think, I think total though. I think he only had one sack and it, I yeah. think it was just one sack. So yeah, they, no, good. they held up pretty good, but I say Lucas is back. I think we should be finally healthy for the first time oh. since the first half in week one. Well, it, but yeah, it, they were definitely missing their bookends and oh, that yeah. showed for the Washington defense. I remember Howell is now, and, and I know this isn't saying a lot because of where the Eagles are ranked. And I'm going to mention a stat later about um, how the Eagles have been doing in their past defense. But uh, Howell's has taken to the last drive, the Eagles twice, the Seahawks. Um, I think of their, their four and six now, I think of their six losses He's had an opportunity under two minutes uh, to get it done um, or had to go down and put it close or put the Redskins in the lead and then they lost it. So they, they've they had all these close games and has pushed it over 30 points in four of their six losses. He has scored over 30 points. So you cannot take it out on the offense. I Two of those losses you can. He, those were the days he had the really bad, like no touchdowns, three interceptions, I think, uh, on one of those games. And the one other one, he's had two bad games this year in my mind. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a guy. So that was another close game. There was literally just so many close games. I definitely, though, for a moment, want to stop and talk about a crap close game. Um, that Patriots oh. and Colts game. Oh, my gosh. Thank God it was on 630 Pacific because I, we saw the worst of it by the time we woke up. I know, I know what we all got a Sunday schedule and we're doing stuff, but like I was cutting into that game here and there and watching the worst quarterback play uh, by the Patriots uh, that I have seen by a team this year, last year. I can't remember a performance that bad since Cam Newton against the 49ers. I think it was like two years ago when he was a Patriot. Um, where he, he completed a total of like six passes in that game um, against the Niners, and they blew him out by like 20-something points oh, yeah. in the middle of a bad year. Uh, that was the 2020 season, actually, so three years ago. But, um, yeah, that was just so bad. 
And that's the pass can that I got Mac Jones out of that game. Oh my God. That can was I, horrible. Can I be honest? Yeah. I did not even know this game was in Germany or happening. <laughs> oh yeah. Like like full on. Probably it wasn't for until was that? <laughs> I said probably better for it. Yeah, I had no idea. I'm like I'm like I didn't put it together than posting about the Frankfurt Stadium at all if there would be a game like what I thought all the international games were done. And then when I saw the score, I was like, oh, that's a, that, that game went about it probably as how I expected. Like, yeah. Oh, I feel bad for all those German players who like get to see one game a year. And, and they that's had to see this. Get. I can assure you. They so made, bad. They made no Patriots or Colts fans in that country. Yeah. No. Absolutely the crazy, not. The crazy part about this one is this is officially like the longest streak of Patriots quarterback incompetence in my entire life. Honestly, since I I've, think since I've been able to watch football, there's never been a stretch of this level of quarterback incompetence by this organization. So for me, it it's was horrible. the year Brady left because yeah. you at least got you probably saw some of Bledsoe. Yeah, but like even then, it wasn't it wasn't this. And then by well, the time I was, I was saying, actually paying attention to football, it's like it hasn't happened. Well, I think it was after the, just the year Tom Brady left. I was like, oh yeah, this is now the worst quarterback play we've ever seen from. Yeah, I've ever seen from New England. Yeah, sure. no. Cam Newton. Cam Newton was horrible. Like absolutely I trash. That wrong because yeah, but I'm talking about before? like ten weeks now, ten straight oh, weeks yeah. of like completely incompetent, and that, that so like doesn't happen because even in those years, it's like somehow Bill Belichick will win like seven games. Do, I, do you remember crazy if they won like four games this year? Yeah, but hey, yeah, I mean, seriously. dude. Again, I'm, I know we've said it, but they may not win another. Th- one. This is the year to 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 lose lose football games with all the yeah. quarterbacks available. Yeah. For sure. There's there's plenty to pick you, from. You can, they will pretty much have their own selection. You can go find your guy. Um, but like Mac, I was uh, as I was watching some of those uh oh, I was gonna say, remember remember when Orlovsky in like week two or week three this year said, Hey, you know, if you put Mac Jones in San Francisco, bro, I don't think that you could give Mac Jones a legit Hall of Fame lineup the way he's playing and get this done. Part of this, though, if you're watching games, part of it does have to do with scheming and what they're asking of him because you're asking a guy um, to make these pressure throws over the middle. That's That scheme is built uh, they, that they're running. I mean, O'Brien did this uh, for years and years. It's this quick pass game over the middle, um, and you've got these dump options on the side, whether it's a tight end on an out route or just the this outgoing uh, running back. but uh, your one, two, your X, Y option on like every single play is basically crossing middle. And so you're trying to get a safety to chase uh, a linebacker to get on a bad matchup and you have window throws and they're just very short timed windows. And Mac Jones does not do that well. He absolutely does not throw fast and hard over the middle. Well, he is probably bottom five in arm strength. And the dude just does not have that competency to throw through those tiny windows. Plus, they don't have the freaking offensive line they, well, to they keep have, guys off well, of him they, long enough. They have they don't have the offensive line, and also their wide receiving core is Sucks. bottom five. Uh, I will it's say that five. Douglas dude looks pretty good. Um, he, I, I watched a little bit of him. He might be a guy, but overall yeah. though, like no oh, bad. Yeah, it's just it's so it's bad. A bottom five. Yeah, absolute. Oh, bottom three. I mean, we, seriously, what are we taking? We, we, I take what the Panthers have over them. At least uh, yeah, Thielen. Thielen. Uh, yeah, Thielen. Yeah, and what, what's uh, is it Mingo? No, uh, what's his face? Whatever, doesn't matter. They suck. 
Um, but the fact that you don't know says a lot. Yeah, oh, and I'd still take the, pan- the Panthers just because they have. Uh, um, oh, they yeah, they might have Chenault still. I don't know, dude. They have a horrible lineup, but just because they have Thielen, I'd take the Panthers. But genuinely, yeah. like, there's just nothing oh, Ju- there. Wait, is Juju on that team? No. Wait, no, is he? See, we don't know. Somebody look it up. <laughs> no, he is, but is he injured? Because I don't even. <laughs> All right, no, he's dude, bad. Who knows? Well, he's I just know, but, so bad. But he at least he got like some yard, some <laughs> yards with a cheat. I mean, he's just Patrick Holmes, so I guess that gives him some yards. Like, yeah, yeah. like seven or eight hundred, which is something. Yeah, like you're not terrible getting that that many yards. Like, but no, it it is just monumentally terrible from that unit. But again, what they're asking of Mac is basically impossible for him, especially if the doofus is going to throw like these uh, these uh, off his back foot back leaners. I know you can't see what I'm doing through the podcast, but like he literally dips his shoulder back and throws the weakest throw straight at the defense. And he's got two layers of defenders in front of him and then a receiver that was coming open, but the dude doesn't even finish his throw. Like his arm just stops short. That's the one that got him pulled from the game. Then Bailey Zapp does the dumbest fake spike you've ever seen in your life and tries to make a play happen. Ends up throwing another interception. Uh, and on two possessions in a row, the Patriots end the game with interceptions. By the way, Mac Jones's uh, would have given them the lead. I uh, had uh, He's not throwing that because the guy he was throwing to was in the end zone coming open. Um, but like just so bad in terms of its incompetency and ridiculousness. The bigger question obviously becomes who from this staff is still here when it, when it comes time for next year and what will their roles be? You're hearing a lot of things about, okay, if Belichick stays, uh, do we take the GM title away? And I think that's a given at this point. I think you have that to. roster's so bad, and it's his fault. A hundred percent. I mean, what, I mean fault. wasn't there? Wasn't there like the the some guy was able to lip read what either Kraft or his son was saying is that we have a problem here? Yeah, or or like something like something that. like that. Yeah, something along those lines. It, um, also, I know, I know we I I understand that Mac Jones played terrible and has like the entire time, pretty much of his except for his rookie year, but I think. Personally, it might have been a terrible. It, I think it was a terrible decision for the last drive of the game. You 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 call an audible and put in a different guy in at quarterback. I I think that that's real. And I know Mac Jones has been terrible. It's his third time getting pulled. But but I just think that it's the final drive of the game. So you're going to go with some dude who hasn't been playing the entire game at the most important position. Someone who like I just think that that's a, that's a terrible decision. I know Mac has been terrible, but I think that is just absolutely awful. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. I think you gotta you gotta try and give your guy a shot. It's the final drive. Like you just like stick out with your game plan. Don't be calling an audible the final drive of the game. Yeah. I I, I mean I, that's I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really fully argue. Gonna do it. Yeah, like yeah. final drive, like dude, just I mean just you're just mail it in. Like, <laughs> or or at least say he was injured. Uh, like yeah. something's wrong uh, with yeah, him. Yeah, I just didn't Make, like that. Like he's got you, a lower you, you, lo- what did, what did they, a lower body injury? Is that yeah. what Belichick's go to? I mean, but usually, I mean, because Bailey Zappi then had to like get warm on the sideline. Like he's yeah. not, he's cold coming right off the bench, been sitting most of the game. Like I just didn't like that coaching decision at all. I understand Max terrible, but I just thought that was really stupid and felt like if if it felt to me more that he was just trying to get out of this game, and I he felt like, kind of like waving the white flag a little bit there. Yeah, well, so. I I get that. Um. Heartbreaker for us on this show, I think, because we've been rooting for him and his gorgeous mustache 
in another not so great game was uh, I was really hoping, guys, that Atlanta was going to pull it out on Sunday. I don't know how they lost the card. Well, I know how they lost the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray came back and decided he wanted to play football and, you know, not call of duty. Um, and, uh, but also, I mean, he's leaps and leaps, even, even he's better so than, much better than like Desmond the, Ritter. Uh, yeah. Desmond Ritter is, uh, he's bottom who two, you, oh, three. Who, who would you rather have Mac Jones or Desmond Ritter? Mac oh. Jones. Probably. Yeah. Desmond Ritter sucks. Because you at least have at least a year of Mac Jones being pretty good as his rookie, rookie year. You yeah, have yeah. nothing of Desmond Ritter being good. Well, Heineke had to come out of this game, and Desmond Ritter went four for six for 39 yards. Uh, yeah. And did nothing. I mean, actually, I will say, no, he did take him down on one touchdown drive. He did. He did get him down there on one touchdown drive, but I think he only got the one drive. Um, but, you know, Kyler didn't throw a passing a passing touchdown in this. His completion percentage was not awesome. But you guys saw the play that I saw um, when when he just dupes an entire defensive line and then runs past linebackers. Third and also, I, he did miss out on a few yards. If you watch him do that dive that he, he did he at did, the end. He did a little early. I was like, you, you left a little early there, bud. Maybe you, he's a little scared. He had about, a little seven, probably little five scared. to seven yards more. He could have snagged out of that. I mean, has, it was a full year. Yeah. Took a full yeah. year. Took him almost, almost a full year. Oh, it was 350 days, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple weeks shy or something. But uh, he ends up with, uh, just because of sacks, he ends up with uh, six rushes for 33 yards, gets a touchdown on the ground. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought, for the most part, managed the game well, which is really what Arizona needs to be successful. They've got a decent defense. Uh, Trey McBride had a pretty decent day. Uh, eight catches, 131 yards. On nine targets, uh, their connections seem to be uh, just flowing throughout the game. So they get the win, but I just really feel for Arthur Smith. I, well, I mean, when we were talking about last week, it Can seemed like Atlanta why? had a shot. I like Arthur Smith and his stupid mustache and his sense of humor, oh. and I like him. I really okay. do. You don't like him? Put him on I, the uh, the lukewarm. I'm just indifferent. Like I'm ago. just like I don't know. He's not done anything to me that I've been like, yeah, like I like this guy. Like. Dan Campbell, I was like, oh, this guy seems awesome. Well, then you need to watch more Arthur Smith interviews. Because why Why would I spend my time watching Arthur Smith interviews? I don't understand the why dude, you the wouldn't. The dude took one question about 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 why Bijan Robinson hasn't gotten the football and talked for five minutes. I mean, he did kind of need to explain I, it. I don't have time <laughs> to watch a five-minute video of some dude Wouldn't, who's not on my team talking about something of a player I I don't like my fantasy You're team. literally like co-hosting that. a podcast to talk about football and we talk about other people's teams every single That's week fair. and you and spend I, all this time doing this. I mean we I, we also probably talk about our teams the least amount. We do because we don't want to seem like those sure. guys. Uh by the way, uh Algier and Bajon Robinson when he talked about hey we're trying to split the carries, they literally both have exactly 125 carries. He's probably that's probably on purpose. I yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Like I know the, the flow of the game is, and stuff and the all problem that, is yeah. it shouldn't be 50-50. No, it shouldn't. It, it should shouldn't. be like so, it should be like 75-25 with what Bajon's yes, averaging best. Yeah, and what and also just where you drafted him at number 7 overall. Yeah. Like come on. I mean his total yards and whatnot. He's still like like uh we saw that last week when we were doing our midseason awards. Um, he's going to be at around 14, 1450. That's what he's on pace for is somewhere in that realm. 
So it's not like he's not a huge contributor. Dude's the most dynamic weapon on the offense, but they clearly are slow playing him in. But, you know, the Lions did that a little bit with uh, Gibbs, too, just getting him up to speed, and that's paid off for them. Uh, So I'll be curious to see if that workload increases. I mean, they got to get dubs. You know, they really do. We're going to talk about the NFC playoff picture in just a moment, but um, I know it, but they got to get dubs. So a couple other games that were really close. Uh, Denver got that freaking win last night because the Bills played like garbage at the end. What the crud is wrong with them? They fired Dorsey today, by the way. Well, started the game with two interceptions. Uh, back-to-back possessions. Dude, that was a nice shot, one. Dude, the Madden curse is for real. Uh-huh. Like, Screw that. You couldn't pay me enough money. No. No. Absolutely not. I think, I'm think i trying to think of who's... I think they pay him like... It's like a quarter million dollars or something Patrick like that to get Mahomes on there. Hasn't ha- yeah, I think Patrick... No, he did one. the multi one. He did it where it was like more than one guy. No, but he he, he, he did it after his rookie year just himself. Oh, And okay. then did it with Brady like two years later. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's but, right. I don't know. It's man. him and like one other guy in recent the most, memory. The most legend. Oh, the most the most legendary is Antonio Brown. Oh yeah, that was like, bad. dude. <laughs> that's oh. the that if that's not indicative of the Madden curse, I don't know what yeah, is. That was really bad. If you haven't looked that one up, look that one up. Google Antonio Brown Madden curse. Yeah, uh, that'll sell that one for you. But no, I he's playing. Josh Allen's playing terrible. I don't. Yeah. I don't care what what, yeah, what people is. say. I well, think he's still number one in fantasy, like overall. Apparently, Sean McDermott thought it was Ken Dorsey's fault. <laughs> so I don't know how. Because he said him packing. I mean, Allen's making the decision that on the field. was poorly he coached f- yesterday, and he... It was. He should bear some of that responsibility. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Well, and I will say, one of Allen's two receptions, that was off Gabe Davis's hands. That was not on I him. Do, I do hate that that's always counted. Like, it, the receiver, it does kind of suck. Because, like, the wide receiver doesn't Couldn't we call it a half... Or something like couldn't we do that we do half sacks could we do half interceptions i'd be all for that i mean can you imagine the amount of game footage though that the nfl would have to have their guys go through yeah (laughs) to to alter the stat books but uh (laughs) yeah the bills playoff chances right now i believe is at 20 something percent oh wow it's it's super low i'm pretty sure it's it was like 33 or something maybe that's what it is i know it's below 50 yeah because right now it doesn't they're not projecting to have a shot in division they'd have to win out and have miami lose three i believe yeah and uh and for wild card their options there almost are worse because of one division in the nfl having all winning records yeah so i i think it's Mm -hmm. that's almost i think the only the only way they could probably do it is winning the division and looking at their schedule, Mike pointed out less yesterday. They maybe win two more games, maybe in, in terms of the way they're playing yeah, right now. Absolutely, like I'm, they, I, th- I think they play the Patriots one more time. Yeah, um, and then I think there was some other team, some bottom bottom team they play, but then it's like, yeah. but it's like the Jets. I mean, who knows? The Jets yeah. beat them last time without Aaron Rodgers, and maybe Aaron Rodgers is back. But they still have to play the Dolphins. They still have to play some other teams um, with winning records at least, yeah. and uh, it doesn't look good for them. Nope, I, I gotta gotta give credit to the Broncos who decided not to be sellers at the trade deadline. They've won three in a row, sitting at four and five. Not a great record, but they're making a respectable season out of what I'm we thought to, was going to yeah. be an absolute dumpster fire. Well, um, I don't, I don't think that we had thought they were going to be a dumpster. We thought so after the losses they were. That's doing. what I'm saying. Like yeah. where they were at, we thought it was going to be a dumpster fire. We thought this was a bottom three team, and they're winning their way Sean, out of that for I sure. Mean, Sean Payton made his way onto our top three hot seat one week. One week he did. I think he's he was not probably, coming back. 
I'll tell you that. (laughs) Probably not. Uh, I mean, they're they. I think they are still the fourteenth seed in the AFC. Yeah. That doesn't wait. That doesn't sound. No, that's not. No, they're not that far down. But they're they're probably around like like, they're ten to the twelve. 12, 13. I have I could look it up. The whole quick. AFC is a bloodbath yeah. though. It is just a lot of five and five, five and threes, five and fours, six and threes, a lot of those scores in there. No, you were right. They're 14. 14? They're 14, but that's because of head to heads. You got one, two, three teams tied at four and five, and then you got three teams tied at five and five. So I mean yeah. they're literally a game out. Uh you yeah. know, moving all the way up to nine. And a I game believe. like yeah. a game a game like like beating the Bills could mean something some point who knows absolutely it could Doubt uh, to make the playoffs but who yeah. knows conference wins matter bills by the way in conference i uh, just was looking at that one the other day them and the Bengals have the two worst records in the conference they are two and five the bills are the Bengals are one and four mm-hmm. um that that's gonna matter come playoff time it's a big deal you get those conference wins another team got uh, a big win this sunday uh good for them uh josh mcdaniel's out raiders get two wins in a row uh, wasn't pretty, wasn't pretty at all. Uh, but their defense comes up huge. Uh, gets an interception to close out the game in the fourth quarter. That was a big one, and we profiled him a ton last week. Like, or we're and we're wanting to boost the profile all the more because rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud is a guy. One hundred. Houston gets another dub. They get a win. A lot of people, us included, did not expect them to get. Uh, Houston takes down the Bengals with a last second field goal. Uh, two great drives by Stroud in the fourth quarter uh, he, to make this happen. Guys, CJ Stroud has played himself into the MVP conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is a conversation. That's where the conversation needs to go. He, he should mm-hmm. be top three consideration right now. If this team makes the playoffs, what? the playoffs, like with a rookie head coach and a rookie because, quarterback, okay, like that's I th- awesome. I think or sorry, problem, second year head coach. The, the, the problem, the problem with this... Did I say that award, wrong again? I said it's rookie head coach. I'm yeah, he's idiot. rookie. Yeah, he's My rookie. Bad. I think the problem with this award is people f- mistake. And it's like, oh, whoever has the best stats. And obviously that's where it goes. Yeah. Which is a bummer because it's the most valuable player on a team. We've like, said this so many times. It's the most, Absolutely. Like, if you take X player out of this team, yeah. they're terrible. Like, yep. like, 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 and like, that's how the award should be. Like, it should be a weighted, like, like kind of like how, like, Baseball has like a WRC plus or, yeah. like, or like an F4, like it wins above. Yep. Like that should 100% be some sort of metric yep. in, in analyzing a player and how impactful they are for a team. Lord. I mean, 100%. It, and, and two, like two guys the, really stand out when you have this conversation uh, that are, that are non quarterbacks. Um, you know, I think we all, we all understand what Tyreek Hill is to the Dolphins and yeah. that should be a conversation. Uh, maybe three even. Uh, we all understand what Christian McCaffrey is, the 49ers. That mm-hmm. that should be a conversation. And we certainly believe that for offensive, offensive Player of the Year. But even on the defensive side, like TJ Watt, we understand Steelers flat out don't win games when that dude's not on you, you the field. You probably flipped their win-loss total. They're three and oh, six. Yeah. I, without him out there, Which, by the way, them being six and three is insane. It's stupid. It's stupid. And it's stupid. And it's really stupid. But their defense is playing awesome. So good yeah. for them. But, but anyway, that being said, though, man, like... The most valuable player on a team right now, it might be CJ Stroud. Oh man, it, I, it might be. I don't know who. I mean, he's Mahomes clearly he's, hurts clearly, but he's elevating. But dang, he's elevating these guys, these rookies, these guys who have done nothing, like yeah. and have the same amount of like track record as he does. Seriously, the playing time and dude, like he's going out. These guys are like fantasy players now. Like they're relevant. Yeah. 
like wideouts. He's elevated a rookie wide receiver, dude. Uh, into being one number one after Nico Collins and goes on the IR. Clutch. Like holy crap! Like the he just gets it done. He has formed an incredible relationship uh, with Dalton Schultz, their tight end, um, and he's doing it without a super consistent run game. Uh, no, single Damian, Damian Devin Singletary took over this week. Damian yeah. Pierce was questionable going in, so Singletary gets all the the load this week. And Singletary did fine; was like eighty yards, you know. And he uh, had he had something on the ground or uh, in the air too. I think he ended up with like actually one hundred and fifteen, hundred nineteen. So he had a pretty good game. Yeah, but um, but that hasn't been there. They they don't have a hundred yard rusher guy, and he's just flat out getting it done with his arm again. Didn't have his grit best statistical week. He had a touchdown, an interception in the air, and another touchdown on the ground. But he had the yards. I think he had like 360 again this and week. And had the clutch plays yeah, to dude, win them that game, to get them in the position to win the games. Yeah, my buddy was correctly pointed out. He's He's got over uh, 820 yards in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and he got both those dubs. Two you game know, winning drives. Uh, last second. Yep. yep. Two game winning drives in a row. Love it, man. And they're right now in the playoffs. They are the wild card team at seven at five and four record. Like I love that right now. That's a storyline we're going to continue to love f- to follow in coming weeks. Could CJ Stroud gift the coach of the year to D'Amico Ryan's bro? Cause I think that's how that could like, if, if, the, if the Texans make the playoffs could, but I would say that the lions right now, the way the lions are trending, you give it to the team, in my opinion, with the better record. Sure, and and especially when you got a story like the Lions, well, but, where they've been out know, of it or, for or you such go, a long time. Or you time. go like, what were they last year? What are they this year? The turnaround, sure, but weren't the, the Lions eight and nine? The playoffs would be crazy. It, that would be totally insane. true, totally true, and totally fair. Uh, that's, I think they have to that's be the Giants again, and, but I and think, Dable. I, I still think that Dan, Dan yeah. Campbell should get it. But part of me thinks that from what the Texans were to what they could be, say they win nine games, say they get a winning record, and they get that final yeah. wild card spot, like. Uh, we would How, be sad about it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be sad about it. I'm just like, I don't know if the voters would look away from that and give it to D'Amico Ryan's because I 100% do think CJ Stroud would give it to him because I think CJ Stroud is playing at another level. Yeah. But that being said, CJ cool. Stroud is legit. I love him. Well, big one, fan. One other thing changed that had become a trend this last week. The 49ers had lost three in a row going in their bye week. Uh, they picked up Chase Young and came back with a vengeance on Sunday and just took it Pumped out, them. took it out on the Jacks. It was 34 to three and it didn't ever feel close. Niners went down, got seven right away, took the ball away uh, from Lawrence on the next drive and ended up with four turnovers in the game, five sacks by that defensive line. And they looked like the team that they had been when they won the first five games. Uh, this looked honestly just as bad is the Cowboys game. I'm sure that neither of you watched this because I know what you were doing on Sunday uh, while yeah, this game was being played, but it was it was a pretty brutal uh, beat down that the 49ers handed out as you would expect. I was, I was driving home and asked Siri through my car. I, I think I asked, are the Niners are the Niners winning? Are the Jags? I don't remember which one I asked, but it said, it, Siri literally said the Jaguars are getting spanked by the Niners 34 to 3. <laughs> Your Siri talks to you this it, way? It, that's what it said. It said getting spanked and I was like, I've never heard Siri say that, but it That's did. Inappropriate, Siri. Um, and I was but like, hilarious. okay. And I was like, well, don't need to tune into that game because I was gonna. Usually, I can catch the end of the 10 a.m. games. Yeah. Um, but I was like, ah, I'm not gonna. I'm funny, not gonna waste dude. my time watching that. Yeah, it was. It was pretty legit. I, uh, the only like seriously, as a 49er fan, the only thing that I was like all that concerned about: a couple missed tackles, secondary wasn't amazing at times, but um. 
you know, like, because there's a few more points that should have showed up um, in the box score uh, had there not been takeaways in the red zone. There's two two takeaways by the Niner defense in the red zone. But uh, Brock Purdy did make an incredibly ill-advised throw across the defense. He ran from uh, he ran from the right hash all the way to the left outside and then threw a cross body uh, about Ooh. 25 yards downfield. Anytime, anytime the phrase a cross body throw is, yeah, is, is said, it wasn't usually good. That's an ill-advised throw. Thank God Brandon Ayuk does not suck. And uh, B.A. came down with the ball there, but um, and caught a Jags defender a little bit off guard when he did it. I think got lucky for sure. Shanahan said it was probably one of the worst decisions he's seen Purdy make. Uh, or actually said it was one of the worst decisions he's seen him make. And he goes, we're very fortunate B.A. bailed him out there. But uh, other than that, it was a big beat down. Uh, but there was a ton of comment. There was a lot of things being said about the 49ers going into that bye week and justifiably uh, having lost games, not been able to put more than 17 points on the board in three straight games. And uh, so as a fan, great to see him bounce back. Also, man, uh, Chase Young is is real good at football and he really likes playing with Nick Bosa. That's pretty clear. It was pretty awesome to see them uh murder Lawrence uh and uh, then have Bosa fall on the ball. I think they both got credited for the half sack and then Bosa with the fumble recovery. I was like, well, this is kind of what the the epitome of what should have happened after making that trade. That that was just a I'm sure picturesque moment for John Lynch uh pulling the trigger. Did you guys see that mm-hmm. they were asking for a second and fifth, uh, by the way, the commanders in that trade? And then some teams started expressing concern uh, about his injury history. And right up before the deadline, the Niners, they got, Niners got the call back from the commanders. And they said, hey, what if we were willing to drop the asking price a little bit? Would you still be interested? And Niners were like, absolutely. And uh, some teams were saying, hey, we'll give you a couple of later picks. And uh, and they said, "What do you what do you want?" And that's when they came to the third round choice. Um, so those negotiations sometimes leading up lead to some interesting things uh, for teams. I feel like in the NFL we see a lot of guys go for way less than we feel like they're worth. I think that's more the usual than teams overpaying. You know, every now and then we see trades where we feel like they the, a team maybe overpays, but um, yeah. This was definitely not a case for that. And I guess that is, you know, just how it works. You negotiate out, start saying some stuff, and somebody reaps the benefits. So I just got the funniest ESPN alert. Yeah. Um, Draymond Green puts Rudy Gobert in a headlock. Clay Thompson's jersey torn apart as Mealy breaks out with multiple ejections. Dude, what is wrong with those guys? I mean, (laughs) have you seen how bad the Warriors Uh, are? Do Do you know what the score of that game was, by the way, when that happened? No. I'm looking at it right now. Holy, what was it, James? Zero, zero when that happened. Wait, are you freaking kidding zero, me? Zero, zero, 10 minutes and 17 Draymond seconds. Draymond showed up that I angry? Was, as you, Dude, well, two minutes of some, basketball some had played. the previous game that they played. <laughs> two um, minutes of basketball yeah. had played, and it was zero, zero, dude. Oh, my gosh. Literally, like, the ball goes up in the air. Yeah, like Draymond just rips the jersey off and goes for it. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't wait to watch that highlight later. Please send me the clip. Um, that's freaking funny. Uh, well, we got uh, some other stuff to get to before uh, we welcome in our buddy Mike in just a little bit and get going into some other things. Um, but I know Jameson's got some questions for us. A couple, uh, just two quick ones today. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, man. Go ahead and hit us up. What do you got? Uh, first one oh. here. Are the NFC playoffs set? Oh, so let me pull up the I, as it ends. I've got today. it right oh, you got here. It? Okay. I got it right here. Uh, so you can so see. I'm gonna get one seed. NFC Eagles. NFC Eagles. The NFC Eagles. Philadelphia I, hey, Eagles. Hey, stop projecting. I don't like that projection. Number two. Uh, so you got the Eagles. Lions. Det- Detroit is seven and two in the second seed. San Francisco is six and three. And then the rest of the NFC is pretty even. Uh, New Orleans does get the four seed uh, just because of their division lead. Even five and five, five, right? and five. Yep. Yep. Uh, Seattle at six and three. Then you got Dallas at six and three. Then you have Minnesota at six and four. Now, uh, you got, sorry, I moved my mic there. Uh, you got Tampa at four and five. They are playing at the 49ers this week. I think we all know how we feel about that game. Um, but after that, you've Seahawks got Washington at four and six and Atlanta at four and six. And then you've got non-contenders. The NFC right now has one, two, three, four, five, six teams with three or less wins. So it really is this kind of high-low scenario. Tampa is probably the only team that has the opportunity sitting on the outside to earn their way in is what it looks like. And I know we saw that last week. They got the win that they needed to this week to keep in contention. Mike pointed that out about their schedule. We'll have to pull that thing back up and see how that... Oh, yeah, I know. You should definitely go back to the... If you missed the episode last week, into the New York Times uh, link. It is uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you want to see playoff predictor, uh, you can go in and Google the uh, 2023 NFL playoff picture and New York Times, and that'll take you to the article. But, uh, you know, just looking at this, man, it really does seem like, uh, you know, Tampa's got just such a difficult path. I mean, you they have to beat, uh, they have to be either the 49ers, I was looking at these games, they'd be either the 49ers the um, Jaguars or yeah, they got to be either the 49ers or Jaguars to have a, a good shot, but they do have the Colts. They do have the Panthers and the Packers twice and they've got the Packers That's and they got the Falcons and they got the Saints. Those are all winnable. So, so they still have half of their division games to play. Correct. So they've got those, but when you really look at it, I mean, they, so they probably see. need one more of these other ones to get them into a spot because if they only if they were to lose two games, okay, uh, let's just say, if they lose two, so and give them a loss at the Niners and the Jags, right? I th- oh, yeah. wait, no, wait, that's a, that, that gives them a win. Hold on. There you no, go. no, no, no. I'm doing this all wrong. I'm You're sorry. Win. Yeah, you need to give give them wins at the rest of those. Panthers win at the Saints. Uh, Packers and the Colts. Packers and Colts. Okay, if they do that. They have a ninety. If 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 they beat everybody, but the it actually Jaguars? says they could do it. They have a pretty pretty yeah. good in, and it's probably because Minnesota's uh, schedule is more difficult. They've got to play. Um, they've got to play a road game, I believe, still against the Lions, and then they've got a couple of tough uh, matchups as well in theirs. But I I still think they're going to have to win one of these games. I don't think they're just going to win out on those easy ones. Uh, that's my pr- prediction. So, like, for instance, can you give them the loss at the Saints and show me what that is? Yeah, so if they just lose to the Saints, they move from a 99% chance down to a 74. Um, and that could really end up being a true deciding game. That'll be second to last week of the season, week 17 there. 
Um, if they go, if they split their games, they go four and four. They only have an eighteen percent chance of getting in, and that would just that mean the Vikings have to completely fall apart. But looking at it from my perspective, this is just me talking. This is nothing else. I feel like that is the playoffs where they're at right now. It going in uh, to week eleven. Genuinely, I feel like this is it. I, I do too. I don't see Minnesota think- is winning games they shouldn't be winning according to us and anybody that watches football. I mean, if you just tell them, if you just tell, if you just told us to start the season, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are out. And they're still going to make the playoffs. That just shouldn't happen. I would tell them that they're high. Yeah, you're out of your freaking mind. There's no way that roster's not good enough. Right. Um, part of that is that Flores is a legit D coordinator and is getting it done for them because they're winning games only scoring mid-20 points uh, on offense and still able to uh, pull dubs here. So that's that's getting it done. Uh, for sure. Flores is doing a heck of a job. I might be up for a coordinator of the year type award at the end of the season. But I really do believe that the NFC playoffs may be locked just with who's there. Uh, I just don't think that Tampa has the defense to keep them in it. We've seen teams, uh, Houston, inclu- sorry, Houston included, just roll over them with their offenses and tear apart their secondary. So, um, But I'm liking where they're shaping up, man. In there. I think Atlanta could do it. it. I just but you can't how after losing to the Cardinals. Oh, they're 2-0 division. Okay. And they, even they though the Saints six might have to play in their division. Wow. Yeah. Saints are only 1-1 wow, in their division. That's a lot of games. So they still have a lot of division games to play. And I mean, we all know how I feel about the Saints. Right. Like they might have too. one of the easiest, if not the easiest remaining schedule in the league, but you don't They did just win lose all those their quarterback in their division. Yeah. So you're going to roll out there with Jameis Winston I mean, that's their and Taysom Hill gadget plays? Right. <laughs> no, they, like, right. I mean, like that is better. their path. They have to do it in the conference. They Sorry. don't have a shot. Unless, I mean, Tampa doesn't unless they, uh, they win their division. They don't have a chance. Like right now, just the way Minnesota's playing, um, I just don't see how that's doable for them. Um, they've got reverse record issue here, but um, yeah, Tampa's just going to have to sneak a game here or there. Um, you know, we'll say their uh, their point differential has been good because their offense is putting up a decent amount of points. Um, you know, they're still in the plus; they're plus five, uh, even having a four and five record. So uh, that's good. Uh, there's there's some things to like there in terms of the offense, and of course, the way Baker's managed most of these games kept a minute the whole time but i still believe minnesota makes the playoffs uh jefferson should be coming off the ir uh they hopefully practice window, yeah, they so. already opened the practice window i think he's coming back this next week Probably. personally um this seems like they're they're going to track him uh well uh just to make sure they can get these dubs and i mean dude then we're they make the playoffs without cousins man i mean we're, we should at least be talking about like a GM of the year move here with, with Dobbs. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, you can pull it out for him. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting. Uh, what else did you have for us, man? Uh, next question I have for you guys would be if the playoffs started today, would you trust Houston or Minnesota to win a game more? Which one of those two? Uh, um. Man, I I think Houston. If they started today, because because we're we're excluding, are we excluding Jefferson from the conversation in the way that's framed? When did you write this? When did you write this? I mean, we we're saying today. 
The question says today. So then, like this Sunday. So then, like the next game. Yeah. So this next game. Yeah, I would. I would probably take Houston right now. But you give me Justin Jefferson. I, I would. I'd probably lean toward. I, I would lean towards Minnesota with Jefferson there. Uh, just because you got you got the veteran receiver, the veteran quarterback. Um, you you've got a great defensive coordinator in Minnesota. We were just highlighting. No, no hate on Houston or Ryan's. I just, I think that's a really, really tough matchup. They would, uh, Minnesota would be playing the Lions. <laughs> uh, so I don't know how they're going to win that game without him. Uh, and then, you know, just looking at, I, I think the matchup, if I remember right, yeah, you'd be playing Baltimore on the road if you're Houston. Don't love that. Don't love that. I don't love when an arena team's got to go out and win a game in a bad weather area in January. You know, Baltimore's known for having that sideways rain, those ne- that nastiness, that defense wins you the game kind of deal. They're Don't also known for blowing games at the last second. And <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And CJ Stroud's been winning games at the last second these past couple of weeks. So, hey. Just saying. You're not you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. There's some validity there too, but yeah, if you gave it to me today, uh, I'd I would uh, I'd take Houston, but yeah, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota. If they had Justin Jefferson, either way, bad. I don't think those are good matchups for Houston or Minnesota. Uh, no. Speaking of some uh, top tier guys, we already mentioned how Stroud played this week. Um, I had a we, I want to do a uh, player of the week just real quick. Um, I I think I think I'm going to be nice in a way that I am not normally nice because. I I hate one particular team more than I hate all other particular teams. Uh, is as has been uh, there's dialogued two, heavily. There's two lanes you're, you go with this. Well, yeah, I, no. There's one team I hate more than all other teams. There's two teams I hate, but there's yeah. one team I hate more than all others. And uh, there's one player specifically that I detest. But I uh, I got to give it up uh, to Dak as my player of the week. Uh, 26 for 35, 404 yards, four touchdowns. And I understand he's picking on the Giants. So this isn't like something where I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so good. And he beat a top tier defense or anything like that. The Giants are far from it in terms of a top tier defense. Uh, but the Cowboys needed a dub. Like going in here, they needed to beat the Giants. And in my opinion, that offense needed some swag because uh, they did not look I, in in certain games, they have not looked real strong, um, and I understand like the numbers were decent a uh, week before uh, in playing the Eagles, but like I just felt like they really needed a dub. And you know, this is regular season Dak. This is what he should do in the ebbs and flows. He should have a couple big games, and he had one this week. So I I just got to give it to him. They put up forty nine points on the Giants in the NFL. Forty nine points is pretty stinking tough. And uh, this is their second big scoring game of the year. So good for them. Uh, not so good for me because uh, I hate their guts. But uh, yeah, he had a great game. So that's my player of the week. You guys got anybody you want to throw out there? Um, so I didn't get to watch a whole lot of other games this week. But I might try and, and this is going to be biased. You guys might roll your eyes. But I think I'm going to go Jason Myers. Seahawks going five for five with the game <laughs> winner. Throw some special team love in there. Um, I mean, okay, every, Pat McAfee. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm throwing I'm throwing some love there, but a game yeah. winner, five for five, a couple of them are fifty yeah. plus yards. Um, just every time they needed points, 
he was there. So I'm just gonna go with that because he won. He won them that game for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I was gonna say C.J. Stroud personally, yeah. but we already kind of so you just waxed poetic about him. So <laughs> that's fair. No, I I mean there was definitely some other ones. Um, you know, I I if I would if I wanted to be biased, you know, uh Brock had a really good game. Uh no turnovers, three touchdowns, two eighty something, I think. Um you know, we gotta mention by the way that McCaffrey lost the streak. Did not set he the record did. for uh well, what, what, what did, he, what did he say? He said that he's bad like he made some joke that he's like terrible on his team now i yeah. think i saw something like that he's, he's like i'm so bad right uh, I'm, I'm the worst player on my team yeah something i like mean that. it's just it's comical but i i did note it when <laughs> uh they made the they did make the uh um uh, the mention in game uh because daryl johnson uh moose the fullback from the cowboys is calling uh the 49ers versus jags they made the mention that uh when brock threw his last touchdown it was uh to uh to juice and juice caught it at like the three or the four or something like that and then backpedaled his way into the end zone and uh they were like how about that a fullback touchdown and daryl johnson goes if he was a real fullback he would have backed up taken that uh, taken a knee on the one and let mccaffrey run it in <laughs> i thought that was hilarious so i was like way to go moose I was, he's like that's what a fullback does <laughs> i was like yeah I I think uh I think that's a terrible idea and obviously he does too but uh it's still pretty funny. Uh but he did yeah, he did lose that um you know, I don't think uh I don't think we need to do our our coordinator or coach that deserves to be fired this week. It was clearly Ken Dorsey uh, apparently and that's already been uh, or happened. Um I my my only question about this this week is how the crud is Brandon Staley going to make it through the so year? I know, I How's he going to make it through the year? So I know. Come we, on. I know the joke we made is that Matt Canada sucks, but his team is six and three. I know. I freaking so hate like, his guts, though. So He's terrible. Been gained in every one of those games. Every they single have been one of their wins. One of those games, yeah, games. But it's not like they're losing games. Yeah, Brandon Staley is. Don't don't Brandon's- let the success change your <laughs> of, the, of the team. But, but okay, yeah. no, no. So are are you saying are you saying that you think? Matt Cannon should get fired before Brandon Staley. Yes, yes. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I think it's going to be I think easier I'm still to install. Just, just go in there. It's terrible. <laughs> Javis, like it's so I, bad. I be honest, man. He is. Grant, Grant might have me on this conversation because Staley just can't win games. That's the like, thing. That's, is that's, like. He just can't. He is doing enough to them to score at least one more point than <laughs> yeah. one more point than that other opposing offense. I mean, the Steelers have won like them down. in like, those six. I think they won four or five of them by one score. So they are close games. By the way, uh, I think those are the most rushing yards the Steelers has had uh, since uh, I believe it was the last week of the regular season last year. And then before that, it had been like a year and a half or something like that. All Matt Canada led, but he, you know, Warren, Warren and uh, Najee, by the way, finally splitting carries. They are figuring that out. At least somebody apparently slapped Matt Canada in the face hard enough where he figured out that Warren was a better running back than Najee. So uh, that that's a thing. But and I'm not wanting to give him props. I still think Canada sucks. But uh yeah, I mean, Staley just cannot win games. His decision-making is not leading to them winning games. And at some point, I mean, you just got to pull a plug. And 
He's the worst head coach in the league. Like he just well, is. their defense is tremendously bad. Yes, and that's also a talent issue. Ironically, Joey Bosa has been absent all year. Their their pass rush has not field. been great. Yep, their secondary stinks. They are giving up. I believe it is the second most points in fantasy to wide receivers. So their secondary has been letting they them run wild. They literally cannot stop anything. Dude, Amon Ra was having a great time. Every he was he was having a he was having a great time out no there. No disrespect Sunday. to Amon Ra, but every yeah. wide receiver has a good day. Yeah, playing against that no, I get it. Yeah, I get but it. But at the same time, I think the Steelers have like a legitimate shot to compete with how clustered everything is where the Chargers do not. And if you can make an improvement to actually try to capitalize on a winning opportunity, then you should do that instead of just being like, well, we're still winning games. And then Ken Dorsey, guess what's immediately going to come back yeah. to bite you is having a terrible offensive coordinator in the playoffs. I mean, what if, what if they literally just hire Ken Dorsey to be their wide receiver coach and then he just calls all the plays? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Or Something. Cool. They're, they're, they're tight end coach or I don't know it dude something like it just yeah I mean I, I like Jameson's idea I like I like Big Ben the you know going to Pittsburgh and, and calling plays I like the idea I'm not saying it's a great idea I just I like the idea I, I don't know if Big Ben's ego can handle oh no it was having, Ben Johnson is what I was saying oh I dude I thought you said Big Ben my oh, bad, no. dude. Well, Ben Johnson, absolutely. Pay him all the dollars, dude. But why would Ben Johnson leave that that team right now? For a head coaching gig, that's the only thing. Yeah, I mean, you got... That, the Chargers? Yeah. If the Chargers were like... Chargers got to give him well, a real I, look. I said, I said Ben Johnson goes and coaches the Chargers and that if Kellen Moore wasn't ready for the head coaching leap, then he should just be the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. Could you imagine Kellen there Moore? Because Kellen Moore has a good pedig- pedigree for offenses. He does. So like him and Ben Johnson... Oh, oh, dude, man. that staff would be unreal. You'd have to go get like the oldest, like just smash mouth, like D coordinator that you could find. Vic Fangio. Just, oh, there you go. I like that. That's a, that's a, put that's him, a, that's old put school. him with the youngins. Yeah. Well, I don't even think he would be together. I think the... Kellen, Kellen Moore would be gone because then Ben Johnson would be head coach calling plays. Yeah, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be a Shanahan he'd be scenario. Yeah. He'd be redundant. Yeah, he would, yeah. he would leave and take that Matt Canada job is what I'm saying. Kellen Moore would. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But I do I do kind of like the Kellen Moore because Kellen Moore is probably not going to take a job where he's not calling plays. I would I imagine. Know. So yeah. Team like the Bucks, like Todd Bowles is if he struggles, I don't know. I'm throwing all sorts of random. Well, I mean their offense hasn't been the problem though. And down there no. in, in Tampa, they haven't that hasn't been the problem. There's hasn't points. been the problem, but Todd Bowles is a defensive coach. Yeah. No, no, I'm I, I get you. I get you. No. Yeah. Interesting, but I I got to, we, we want to take some time and uh, get our buddy Mike in. Um, Mike, we have been going through uh, a great weekend of football. I mentioned Surprisingly, early. though. Like, we were yeah. all not looking forward to this week. Seriously, we, we had the toilet bowl on Thursday night. Um, we had all kinds of just, like, games coming up. And 11 out of 14, Mike, ended up being one-score games. And we got a whole bunch of decent football. At least, it, you know, it. At least it was worth watching in the fourth quarter. Like games Most were worth games, yeah. watching in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, only one cut out of action, and that was our 49ers playing the Jags. I got pulled off national TV. But other than that, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we understand. But like other than that, it was uh, ironic that that was like that was like the one game everybody was like, we gotta watch that one. Yeah. It's I mean, be a I good was like, game. 
it, yeah, it was just like um no no not today mm-hmm. yeah it was a destruction uh but yeah no it was it was no, a good I, weekend I, of football i enjoyed over. the destruction i watched i watched most of it nice. but yeah no i i honestly flipped off my niners quite a bit uh, i just check in and be like oh how, how bad are they beating them now and then i just flip over to uh you know another channel and be like oh this is a way better game houston yeah, game is fantastic what is going on here yeah, in in and there was just some great back and forth this weekend. I loved uh just taking it all in and even even watching last night the you know, it wasn't good football at times especially by the Bills, but it it made it captivating it was worth watching. It was an entertaining product on the Freaking, TV. I, Will Lutz missed that kick. Those idiots put out 11 alignment. Like they had 11 guys down on the line to try and block that kick. And and then had one safety sitting on the back. So they had twelve guys. I mean, playing his day out there, and give Will Lutz a second shot at it. I mean, missed a forty-one yarder, by the way. Like that uh, was bad. Then <laughs> then, makes the thirty-six yarder. And then he goes, yeah. Then he goes and drills. He's like, oh wait, I need to move a little bit to the left, yeah. and then puts it down. That, that is funny. such a bad. If you're a Bills fan, you are pissed today. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I. The I uh, but I've got okay. Last week we talked about it. We had in my mind the most annoying trivia segment of all time. Yeah, that was the greatest. I hate you guys. Slam dunk. And but I want to make sure we got, we got on Mike trivia, was dude. here for this one. <laughs> um, I I went through and we it does have a theme this week. I've been trying to do that each week uh, when I can. But this is this week is about running backs. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna move into the segment. I'm already I, thinking of like please, significant running backs. For the love of week. God, do not hose me. Okay. And 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 I know you guys are great about this. Okay. I can I'm monitor Grant because he's right here. Oh, he's standing. He's oh, yeah. serious. I, I, All right. I didn't. Deep no dive Google machines are out. Here. Just so yeah. everybody knows, we, no Google bro, machines we did are it out. Last week. I know, but like, they, I just want everybody that's listening to know. They are stand-up guys when it comes to this. There are no Google machines out, all right? So, I, I'm giving you guys props, too, because, okay, like, okay. genuinely, you took me down last week. All right, here we go. When did this turn into us versus you thing? I don't know, but I like it. Okay. <laughs> Matt's Which, just competitive like that. It happens. That's everything. fair. That's everything. Fair. Everything. Which of these three running backs is not in the top 10 for rushing yards in 2023? Top Which 10, of these okay. three running backs is not in the top 10 for rushing yards in 2023? Raheem Mostert, Joe Mixon, or Saquon? Ooh. Two of them are in the top 10 I, for rushing okay, yards. I'm, one I'm, I'm is not. I'm just conferring with my, with my guys. Okay. Part of me thinks that say, like, say, Saquon's been injured for a few games. Like two or three games he's been injured. So that could affect something. But also, Joe, they, the Bengals don't run the ball a whole lot. Those are the two that I'm like sitting on. Hmm. What do you guys think? So, which of those two haven't aren't in the top ten? No, no. Which which one is not? One of them is not in the top ten for rushing yards. So, of the three, Raheem, Joe Mixon, and Saquon, which one is not? I'll give you each, and, and we do have to start limiting guesses. I didn't think about that too much. Most of the time, you guys never give more than two, but I, I am going to say let's just keep it at one as we go through Ooh. these to come up with, and especially with this one, there's only three options. Joe Mixon yeah. kind of came on in the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah, two, three games, yeah. 
Um, and Saquon Maybe was Mostert, basically though. all of their offense. Maybe it's some weird thing where like Mostert's had some good blow up games, but, but no, but a, a- chain's well, been injured. outside of the outside of the seventy point game. Mostert hasn't really been as productive as you would think. Yeah, is that true, Mike? <clears throat> it's true, but I I I think he's still been he still with a lot a- of chain. Yeah. But top been, ten, right. like, that's like top ten. That's a that's huge. It's not like top five here. Like top ten's a I'm huge. I'm gonna game. go. I think Boy. I think the Saquon answer is bait, so I don't think it's him. <laughs> yeah, Joe Mixon's had a couple really good games in a row here. Uh, let's go with let's go with Mostert. I think. Yeah. I'm Shot okay in the that. dark. Let's take Mostert. It is actually Mixon. Oh! Ah. Mixon. So those guys are nine, ten, and eleven. Raheem is nine. Saquon is ten. Mixon is eleven. I'll also give you our. Uh, I'd have. To, uh, sorry, I don't have the stat sheet up right now. Um, it's separated at only by about thirty. So I'm supposed to just trust you on that? Then you don't have the numbers. Oh, bro, you know, I, I ain't lying. <laughs> oh, I ain't lying. Oh, oh. None of them played last night. I I did this before Monday Night Football. That's fair. Um, but no, they. Uh, uh, that's right where they're sitting. The. Uh, stat of the week, though, uh, you guys were highlighting Mostert there a little bit. Mostert is still the rushing touchdown leader at 11, though they had a bye week this week. He is in the top 10 in yards, but is ranked 21 in attempts with only 109. That means he scores one out of every 10 rushing attempts. That's so crazy, dude. That is awesome. <laughs> like, I loved that. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. Okay. Which... He's so fast. When he's healthy, dude, he's so fast. <laughs> Our second question: Which of these two, or which of these running backs, are in the top ten for attempts? Attempts, okay. Ooh. And I'm I'm going to give you three names. Two of them are in the top ten. Okay, so okay. we got to get two. You got to get the two. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, Pollard, Zach Moss, and Rashad White. Gonna give me two that are in the top ten. Oh, I feel like Rashad Moss, White is, and Moss Mike because they were feeding him like crazy when Jonathan Taylor yeah, was out. When Taylor was out, he was getting like twenty five um, plus touches. I feel like I haven't heard much of Pollard this year. Really? Yeah, but that also could be bait. I love how you guys, dude. Like you guys think I'm smart enough to think this of a bait is, this guy. This could be bait too. So shut your mouth. You are smart enough to well, do a bait. Rashad stuff, White's right? got most of his stuff off of receiving. I'm almost positive on that. I, that I think true. it's got to be White's got to be out of it. So Pollard and Moss. So I'm, Pollard and Moss in the, the top ten. White the top on the 10. outside. I, I that's, that's my. That. He's that's probably mine. yeah. He's probably got the touches, but I don't. It's just rushes. So yeah, I think yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's her. There we go. Mike, talk you guys into it. Pollard and Moss are the two. There we go. Uh, White is sitting, I believe it's either the 11th or 12th uh, currently in attempts. Uh, and I think we got uh, numbers 8 and 10 or 9 and 10 there on attempts in Pollard and Moss. Okay. All right. Is there one more? How many more questions? Uh, you got? I think I have two, two here. Okay. This is uh, uh, This is an interesting one. What team 
is the last team, uh, or, or sorry, what team has gone the longest, that's what I meant to say, without having a 1,000-yard rusher? The team has gone the this what like, team has gone the longest? It's like right as it like right now. Like yeah, as of right now, what team has gone the longest in in consecutive seasons without a one thousand yard rusher? While you're pondering that, did you hear that? Oh, did you ahead. get the question? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was going to give an answer. Say, but go ahead. While while you're pondering it, um, only uh, six of the sixteen players last year that had a thousand rush yards made the playoffs and no team uh, with a thousand yard rusher has won the Super Bowl since 2016 and that was with LeGarrette Blunt uh, running for the Patriots. I Hold on. I might think it might be the Buccaneers because they had learned Fournette but they got him like halfway through the season or whatever and he didn't. I knew the Lions and, didn't have a thousand yard rusher forever. For a long yeah. time. Most, I, I couldn't remember most of their existence. Basically, every year that wasn't without Jamal Williams uh, last year and it, Barry Sanders. I wonder because because the, <laughs> yeah. the Buccaneers had a terrible run game last year, and pl- like playoff Lenny was a thing, but like that that doesn't count for the, the yardage in terms for of like, like forty eight hundred yards or whatever. Yeah, but before that, like with Jameis Winston, like who was their running? Like when Jameis Winston was there, who's their running back? Like Doug Martin? McCaffrey oh, had, had a thousand a- yards last year, but it wasn't all with the 49ers, right? So would that count? Uh, correct. Correct. That was so not, it might be the uh, Niners. With- Just huh. a, a, a team without a thousand yard rusher. Yeah, I'm going to. Nope. I know the Jets are up there. Um, But it might be the Niners with Frank Gore. Because if uh, yeah, they I'm trying to think, I think Frank Gore's last year was like 2014. So what is that? Um, nine years. Nine years without a thousand yard rusher. If unless Matt, you count. I, I can't. You can't do that without giving it away. Am I, so am I counting? Yeah, McCaffrey last year because he was a thousand yard rusher last year, but a chunk of that wasn't was with, even with the Niners. Yeah, the question was posed. It, the as the team, a okay. team without team. a thousand yard rusher. So I, I would go with my Niners. Probably, I'm pretty sure I heard this stat at the end of last year that the Niners still hadn't had a thousand yard rusher. If you take away McCaffrey's thousand yards because he wasn't with the team for all of it. Yeah, that, I mean the only team I could think of until uh, it was broken last year, which Mal Williams was Detroit. So outside <clears> of that, I was kind of default to whatever answer uh, i mean yeah mike if you think you heard this answer i mean yeah I'll, you would know your team better than i would know a team like the buccaneers so <laughs> yeah i think i think it's the niners all right we're gonna have to kick mike out of here mike got it <laughs> 2014 <laughs> was the 49ers you guys uh said the other ones uh you're you were not far off at all with the Bucks. With, with the Bucks, that hey. was Doug Martin in 2015. Ooh, I was close then. Yes. Let's go. The New York Jets were the other team, Jets. also okay. 2015 with Chris Ivory. Oh, dude, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. I remember picking up in fantasy like halfway through the season. Uh, year. Also, really one we probably wouldn't have guessed: Miami Dolphins, Jay Ajayi, uh, uh, yeah. 2016. 
and the Cardinals 2016, David Johnson. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody Who, else is at least 2017 and all. All those, all those make sense. There, there really yeah. isn't any shocker there. No, 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 not not at all. They, uh, This one also does uh, in, involve the 49ers. I, I wanted to bring this up because they had uh, mentioned this uh, on a broadcast Sunday. The 49ers made it 36 games in a row without allowing a single rusher to get 100 yards. Since 2000... Only the 49ers and three other teams have made it further than 36 games without allowing a single rusher 100 yards. Can you name the other three teams? Since what year? What's the, yeah, what's the time frame? 2000. <sighs> Ravens? I probably want to go. Right? Ravens are one of them. Seahawks? Legion of Boom? I mean, that was the only secondary that the defense was like number. I was always like top in yards allowed. My bad, guys. The thing mm-hmm. pulled off on me. Apologize. I knew the Ravens was going to be in there instantly. Yeah, the Ravens so is actually the only team to do it twice. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like great defenses. Maybe like the 2015 Broncos. Like that. That was a really good. Defense. I mean, even Starting when the Rams, year? even when the Rams' defenses were good, it was mostly kind of bend don't break. What what year was? Did you say since since two thousand two thousand? Do you count Tampa Bay and their uh, run there? There was one of the greatest defenses ever. Yes, like that actually crossed over the nineties though, so that one did not. Yeah, that was early late nineties, early two thousands. So I wasn't quite sure. Um, I believe they're the 2000 2001 Super Bowl winners, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't know if that was 36 games for there. Yep, um, that probably crossed over in the '99 season for that that mm-hmm. stat for them. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think a good a good guess would be Seattle. There might be a Seattle's- Patriots defense in there. <laughs> probably early 2000s Patriots defense that carried Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, the Patriots are not. What? Wow, and the team that that holds the record, um, and I might do this in the interest of time, and I apologize that uh, I'm I might cut off the thought process, but you guys don't seem to be leaning towards one particular team who holds the longest. Um, so I'll go ahead and interject here. Uh, the the team who holds the longest is actually the Saints. Oh, let's go! We just got it. Is the Saints? Yeah, they have some good have some good defenses. Yeah, the the, the Saints. I. Uh, I mean, the, the entire ran, second half of the 2010s, basically. They were just, yeah, yeah. I believe it was 63 games in a row, and that was broken in 2019. Yeah, where they would always get to the divisional round and then lose. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I apologize. With, my, uh, thing's, my thing's not updating, so I can't give you the third team all of a sudden. You don't remember it? Bears, no, maybe? It was not. I looked at, I, I was wondering, curious about that one, too. Maybe the Steelers, then. Yep. Um, I apologize. I hopefully before the end of the podcast, I'll give you that third team real quick. But I, I just want to keep us moving. Um, and my bad that my phone just froze up there and, and wasn't allowing me to access my file. That was your last question, though, right? No, I actually do have a bonus this week. Um, Uh-oh. who has the most consecutive? Uh, after Barry Sanders, sorry, who has the most consecutive one hundred yard rushing games as an individual? Barry Sanders holds the record with 14. 
but can you name the two players after him? I will give you one hint, and that's that one of them has 11 straight games, and the other has 10 straight games. And they are the only two to have a double digits. Derek Henry? games at 100 yards. Derek Henry is not one no. of them. Hmm. What if Todd Gurley has one of them? Jameson? <laughs> uh, Todd no. Gurley have one? No? Yeah. No. I know that not like not one for consistency, Jameson. There was like that what the year, like twenty fifteen or sixteen, where he was just a monster. Well, he also we we threw him we threw him the ball a lot. Oh, is this true. ever? Yeah. Or are you talking about like recency? No, ever. Only is, is the this only other two ever two players? Yeah, ever since Barry Sanders to have uh, others other than Barry Sanders. Oh, other than oh, okay. This are, they are the only two uh, so like. <laughs> Two players to run for a hundred or more yards in ten, ten or Jim more Brown games. Not have this. Oh, this is Jim right? Brown, but yeah. Um, CJ two K. Say say Ooh. again. Sorry, Chris Johnson. CJ Chris Johnson once again. Two thousand yards, right? Hate Mike's guts. Got that one. CJ a uh, CJ who's, had who's the 10. other two thousand uh, TD. Terrell Davis? It is not Terrell Davis. Oh, he or, has like three amazing years. So I'm surprised. Like yes. Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, more more points than yards. True. And well, and he did it two ways. You know, LT's catching the ball. I'm trying to think, like, just like that. That's just like consistent. Like, I mean. Frank Not Gore Adrian and Steven Peterson. Jackson were like the consistency guys of my childhood. Frank didn't Frank didn't get enough uh, hundred yard games. Thousand like, yards, but yeah. rarely got over the twelve fifty mark. I mean I mean Marshawn? I don't know. Nope. Never had did you, a did you never not had say a segment. Adrian Peterson or did Matt say no to that? He Adrian, he said Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Grant did. Marshall Falk? I don't know. I'll give you each one uh, more guess. Just- like no, it is old school. It is old school. Um, and uh, it's a guy that played for two teams. I'll give you that one. Two oh, teams. Emma Smith. Well, that's a good guess. No, he played for two. That's my last. Yeah, guess. Arizona. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was the Grant's last guess. Sean Alexander. <laughs> oh, good guess. Nope. That's not a bad guess. I thought about. I was a high yards guy. Um. All right, Mike. Tony Dorsett. Oh, not a bad guess, but no, it was Marcus Allen. Mark, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. Yep. So he had he had uh, he had eleven straight games, um, and uh, yeah, it was really interesting. And so, in doing my dive this week on on this, uh, you guys would love this. Do you realize that uh, um, I was looking up the year? The Barry Sanders was drafted 1989. And I remember that it was just two years later um, that Brett Favre uh, got traded from the Falcons to the Packers for a first round pick. Yeah. Do you guys realize that uh, the Packers chose an offensive lineman uh, who had a painkiller addiction and didn't make it more than uh, three years with their team? Instead of Barry Sanders, they, they took an offensive tackle uh, that I could not name, and I looked him up last night. 
as I was going through this, we missed the opportunity to see Barry Sanders and Brett Favre on the same team. Like, they would have just owned the 90s. Like, well, just owned it. He oh, gotten, man. He probably would have gotten a ring, Barry Sanders. Bro. Yeah, Sanders could have had a ring. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Packers would have had a legacy of running backs. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I mean, they already I went just, to back-to-back Super Bowls as is. Yeah. I was just looking at it, though, and I'm like, man, it probably wouldn't have made a big difference because I know people are like, oh, well, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to get Brett Favre. The Packers wouldn't have. Well, the Packers had made the playoffs the year that they traded a first round pick um, to to go get uh, Favre. So it wasn't like it was a high pick that they gave up to go get Favre. Um, yeah. You know, they they just knew that Atlanta was willing to give them up. And so they went with it. But, dude, I just thought that was really interesting. Just a quick side note uh, as I was looking up these running back things. But I know we got to get to pick them. Uh, Grant, why don't you update us and lead us through? Uh, I felt like it was an okay week. On, yeah. uh, for I, I think it, I had it an okay week. It was a fantastic week. week. It was great for Mike. I remember thinking about mine. Okay, so, Freaking Mike. So we had uh, four, four, four games because we had six last week, so we yeah. had four. So we're back at like our total being like it'll, it would make sense. It's going to be an even number. Yep. So... Uh, Mike, I'll just start with you. Since you are now in the lead, you went four and zero, brings your total to thirty two and eighteen. Uh, boy. Go Browns! Thirty two and eighteen. Go Browns! Yep, that was your that was your that was your big one right there. Gosh dang it, um, Matt! You went, I believe three. I already deleted, but I'm pretty sure you went three and three one. Three and one, yeah, yeah. You went three and one. Bring your total to twenty nine and twenty one. Uh, your total is me also at twenty nine and twenty one. I just went two and two because I had that one game up on you. Um. From last week, and then Jameson, you are twenty six and twenty four. You also went two and two. So I did. I I said it last week. I'll say it again. I was coming for Grant. I was taking my position back as you know as, as what as a lead predictor. Okay, I'm coming for Mike next. Don't you worry. I'm. I had I'm one going, horrific week. I'm, I'm going coming five back. and zero this week. You are not five and zero. You are absolutely not. We got some good ones here. We so you just some good ones. The rest though. The rest, though, like there, there are still some stinkers in there. You still hey, got like some. We good teams. say that, but then we're gonna have yeah. all these one score yeah. games again. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, but this, this is pretty much it in terms of the good ones. Now these are good ones. Okay, um, you got to start with the rivalry. I want you to yeah, start with that. Thir- one. Thir- wait, there's two. The rivalry. last there's one. Th- this one. Ah, uh, yeah, you got to start with that one. Start with that one. Okay. I want to start there just because okay. I don't feel. Yeah. Okay, so we got Seahawks at Rams. This was this is I think the weakest out of the ones we picked in terms but, of teams with winning records, losing records, that kind of stuff. But you, but we're obviously putting it on here because yeah. Jameson, or well, and Jameson knows this, but Grant hates hates the Rams. I do because why? Because even when the Seahawks were twelve and you know twelve and four, <laughs> thirteen and three, our two losses would be against the Rams. And this is the Jeff Eric Fisher would eight, and beat eight. the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every single time, the eight and eight, the eight and eight Rams with Jeff Fisher. Two of those games were against Seahawks, right? Um, we or, or maybe we'd eke out one of those wins, but it would be a ten to seven win. Um, there's most of the time that's how those games are. Anyway, they're just these weird defensive games where even when we didn't have good defenses, we played great defense against them. Um, and then they would shut us down too. So I hate the Rams. Um, always have and probably always will. Um, I don't I don't hate them as much as I hate the Niners. I'm starting to hate the Niners more now as they're winning and their fans are getting annoying to me. But anyway, um, so Seahawks at Rams. 
Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, Ready for the shocker, everybody? I'm going to go Seahawks because <laughs> the Rams already beat us. So that's why. It, honestly, if the Rams had beat us, if we'd beat the Rams week one, I yeah. probably would take the Rams. Okay. But I think I think I think a split. I don't think that there's much of a big difference with it being at in Los Angeles so far. That's not a huge yeah. advantage. Oh no, not at all. There's but no home field advantage of a bye here. with Matthew Stafford again. You are coming off by with Matthew Stafford now, but but our defense is now playing leaps and bounds better. Um, and we now have we. You also played without Devin Witherspoon and last week. Uh, Adams. Williams is not eligible this game, right? He's still out. Um, I cannot remember. I was actually going to look that up, but I hadn't got that far yet. Okay, let me. I'll look it up. He's on my. He's on my fantasy team. I just want to see if Williams is playing or not, because that for me, pretty big deal. So should we go, Jameson? Next. Yep. Go ahead. Well, All right, let me hear this news. Let me hear this news oh. from Matt. Okay, I got it. I got it. Let me, get that, uh, let me get that intel. He is not playing. I already put it in. Don't okay. worry, Jameson. Okay, well, I'm going to pick the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> because it, at this point, it's just tradition. Like, I can't not do it. So even though it yeah. will cost me a loss, who cares? You, I got you're so it. loyal. Yeah. Uh, expect and it back they, week 12, by the way. What is this? Okay. Into week yeah. 11? This is week 11, so yeah. A few years back in my family pick'em league, I lost the league because I picked the 49ers every time, and the 49ers did not have a good year. Like, oh, the 2020 season. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll just go down this. I lost it by like three because I wouldn't stop picking the 49ers. Um, I, I, I know that McVeigh is a dude. I know that Stafford is a dude, and I know that the Rams like to beat the Seahawks regularly. Um. But the Seahawks are better than them, and I'm going to take the Seahawks. No, they they're going to win, but you know that's just not the rules of how I play I, pick them. So. Yeah, but also I want I want to be wrong. You know that. That's rude. I want to be wrong. I I do. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Seahawks get their butts handed to them. Like absolutely. I don't know if I can handle a a butt kicking <laughs> a second butt kicking by the Rams, especially with the Seahawks having the, pretty high expectations. Like. I don't Look, know if I'll be like guys. This it. is how good next week could be for me. <laughs> I could uh, the Seahawks could lose on Sunday. The Niners beat the Bucks, and then on Thanksgiving, the Niners beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks will have lost four game or two games in four days. That will literally like make my life. I, like I will be so excited. I'll be the most gluttonous, pie filled human being on freaking Thursday night. Oh, going, that's, I love that's my life. Thing. That's another thing. Are the Seahawks looking past the Sunday game with the Rams because Thanksgiving football oh, come is coming and that game Let's is go. way bigger? Um, and so it's it is way bigger. Gotcha. I don't like what I'm seeing here because this trend has not benefited me and Grant. Mike, who are you picking? I'm. I went ahead and put down the Rams here. I just oh, like it. the Rams coming off of a bye. Matthew Stafford <sighs> coming back healthy. Also, Kuka like question Cooper myself. Cup on the same team with Matthew thing, Stafford though. throwing to him. So good. I hate picking against Mike. I have to. One of those crazy though. Gosh dang it! The Seahawks are not like the Rams are favored by a quite a, quite a large margin. What? Yes. What's the spread? I don't, I don't think that's accurate. I, I last time I saw. Well, okay, no, it wasn't the spread. It was the, the 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 prediction, like the percentage thing. So it wasn't the like um. The, the Las Vegas odds. Frick. It was like ESPN's prediction. It was like seventy percent Rams. Are you serious? Yeah. ESPN's dumb. Yeah. 
So no, it was not. It was the Seattle minus one though, dude. That's almost a straight up pick them. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Once you yeah. get under one and a half. Oh, that's, oh my god! But that's including the Rams home field advantage. Calculator. Oh yeah, the Rams that, home field which advantage, is, which, which doesn't is exist. Garbage. Yeah. There's, there's gonna, gonna be, be there's gonna be more there. Seahawks. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying Clown Town has an advantage when, you know, like almost anybody comes into town. Like Jacksonville just surrenders that stadium. It's the same thing. I just want to say our favorite uh, New York Times little page here has an 88% chance the Seahawks win this game. Well, that's how they're calculating it. You're freaking wrong. Um, (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) So, whatever. Okay. What's our next one? So now we'll go back to the the front. So we got oh, Thursday night, dang. a good Thursday night football game. Thank guys. God, this is good. Bengals at the Ravens. Yes. So let, let's just go from the bottom now up. So Mike, Bengals at Ravens. Bengals at Ravens. This is going to be. Oh man, the Bengals just got beat up on through the air. They just played a physical game, and you got to come back. I mean, and oh, play man, this. Be, that yeah, they're so beat up right now. Um, Miles Garrett just murdered them. Oh, no. Sorry. I just... Holy crap. I know that's not who they played. What is wrong with my brain? Sorry. I'm looking at... Might uh, as well have been. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but they just got beat up by a bad Browns offense, too. What? 33 points on them. I think I'm going to go to the Bengals. I don't think the Ravens... I have not been buying into the Ravens as much as in others. I think... I wouldn't be surprised if... Every team had four losses in this division by the end of the weekend. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going Bengals. Bengals. Oh All right. Matt. Bengals at Ravens. Brick. Forget you, Mike. I'm either hose this week or I am just. <laughs> I'm we'll be, a we'll genius. Be I am a genius. Oh, yeah. We'll <laughs> Shut your mouth. Uh, Ravens. You're going Ravens? You're going Ravens. All right, Raven. Oh, oh, oh Mike's, Mike's, doing it. Mike's Mike. got it. Mike's got it. <laughs> we both deleted at the same time. <laughs> Mike, you got it. You got All it. Right. Jameson. I'll, I'll, I will MC. All right, yeah. Jameson. Um, let me, let me give you a, a, an interesting stat that I found this week. Once again, related your to the, the Ravens week? here. Uh, I guess it could That's be. Fun. It's a pretty good one. So I, I have my stat this, of the week. I haven't dropped this it. This is the, uh, the least time spent trailing in the first 10 games of a season in the last 40 years. Okay. The Ravens? So the 19... 19- the 1984 Dolphins only trailed for 14 minutes and 46 seconds. They started 10 and 0. That's not even a full the, quarter. The 1998 Broncos started the season 10 and 0 while trailing only 27 minutes. The 1990 Giants started 10 and 0 and trailed for 43 minutes and 42 seconds in the first 10 games. The 2007 Patriots trailed for 51 minutes. And started 10 and 0. The 2023 Ravens have only trailed in the first 10 games 28 minutes and 46 seconds, and they're 7 and 3. So they're in the middle of all of those teams, and they're the only one to not start 10 and 0 when trailing that little throughout the first 10 games. So they're just choking away the, games. They're choking they lose away games. games in the fourth quarter all the time. And the, at the very end Three of the of fourth them. quarter, let alone. And so, um, hmm. That being said, I, you know, you have a great quarterback on the other side of the ball, and I think 
the Bengals are in more of a much win situation by comparison. Yes. Because if the Bengals yes. lose, then you're just falling too far behind in the in a stacked AFC, and that's just you you may as well be in the same place as the Bills, where it's like statistically you might be a good team, but you just can't make the math work. So I'm going to say they would the be Bengals. in the same place as the Bills. Exactly. Um, yep. And and so I, I'm going to say the Bengals oh, just because they have to win. And if they don't, then they're screwed. And the mm-hmm. Ravens kind of have a thing for giving the game away at the end. And I think we would all agree this is probably going to be a close Jeez. game. So yeah. this is probably like a 27-24. With yeah. all those together, I, I would have to take the Bengals. Grant, are we stupid? No. Because I, I mean, well, that's dumb. We are stupid. Yes. Um, but I'm gonna take the Ravens. I know because it's why are we agree? This can't be good. No, 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 We're agreeing because, no, because they're God, home. Yes, and because the Ravens' defense is better, and they are really good at getting to the quarterback. Thank you for making me feel better. They lead the league in sacks, and I just think the Ravens will get it done because I think in terms of quarterback play, it's probably a wash there. For the most part, generalized, it's a wash. Someone wants to make an argument one or the other, fine. You can convince me probably of either one being better. But overall, that's a wash. But I would give that that defense that the Ravens have the edge over the Bengals defense. And also, is Trey Hendrickson, is he good? Just want to remind you guys real quick that the Bengals won this division while taking the most, like, setting records of being sacked. Like, the Bengals don't care about being sacked. I know. I'm aware. Uh, I do not like this. Matt, come on. Come on. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. I don't like it, but I'm staying. It, at some point, yeah. There, I mean, at some point, the Bengals You know what I might do? I might bet. just pick all of your picks. <laughs> you <laughs> so, piece of crap. That way. <laughs> so that way we're still tied next week no matter what. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, and you, you either right. catch me or you don't. So, this might... So far, this is, this is divisive. This is a man divisive week. And honestly, it's probably going to get even more divisive right here. Here we go. Vikings at Broncos. Broncos just beat the Bills and the Chiefs in back-to-back games. Um, that defense. Easiest one of the whole lot playing for me. <laughs> Broncos defense is playing much better. Vikings are getting it done with Josh Dobbs and Justin Jefferson's coming back. Hopefully, we get a cool matchup. Justin uh, Justin Jefferson and PS2. Vikings at Broncos. Uh, okay, now let's go. Let's go Jamison first. Since you said it was yeah, easy. These are these are two it's of the, the hottest teams in the league. It's the Vikings. Vikings. Okay. Simple. It's oh, the Vikings. Man. That means I'm next, right? Wow. So Matt, Matt, you are next. Then I'll I'm, go, and then Mike. No, we're we're breaking this. I'm I'm following suit here. Vikings. That's a better team. It's a better team. The Chiefs had to and, play their uh, worst game ever, and the Bills had to surrender this game to the Broncos in order for them to win. I agree with that. Give me one second. I agree with that. Mike, Mike did He's say. He's going to put on a Russell Wilson jersey. Oh, dear. And I'm going to continue to talk <laughs> no, about You understand that we we're the only the ones that can see you. I don't care. It's not even your turn to pick. Mike hasn't even spoken. Well, it's okay. To be Mike, fair, go for it. that was an... To be fair, that was an era where he was actually worth something. So yeah, I don't Russell anyway. Wilson was good when he when he uh, was wearing those colors. Uh, Mike, go for it. To be fair, statistically, he's been pretty dang good this year as well. Um, I hate everything you said. Man, I want I want to pick the Broncos. I really do. Um, 
I don't know why. I just, I think Sean Payton gets things done, but come on, this, come on. this Vikings team don't do it. Don't do it. is oh, just better right not. now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also Jefferson may come back. He is yeah, on Jefferson the return. May play. And if he does, I don't, I don't see this Broncos defense stopping that team. So I know we're not on video, but I'm holding my signed Russell Wilson jersey in its frame. And Russ, we trust, baby. Russell Wilson is number third in pass touchdowns. First, number third. He 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 is he is pass touchdowns per, per attempts. First, pass TD interception ratio. Second, passer rating. Fourth, fourth quarter comebacks tied for first. Game winning drives tied for second. He's top five in every important category for a quarterback. But I can and watch Russ, him we play. trust, baby. I can watch him play. It doesn't and matter. I don't like it. He, he's he's literally he's literally top five in every so, so category. Brock, so is Brock Purdy. Do you think Brock Purdy is like one of the three best quarterbacks in football right now? I'm not saying if that Russell Wilson is on one of own? the three best quarterbacks. What I am saying is that he is top five in every statistical category that matters for a quarterback. He's not turning the ball over. He's throwing touchdowns. He also now has the record for the two most improbable catches in NFL history. That's my stat of the week, by the way. Boom. He also underthrew a deep ball to get a DPI to get them in field goal range. He what? That was a brilliant he, move. That he, was I. It was purposely done. Under, underthrew a ball. Underthrew a pass to get a defensive pass interference to get them won in the position game. to win the game. That's a Tom Brady Play move. That is such That's a Tom Brady a, yeah, move. Tom Brady I, did that all the time. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers would hike the ball with two men on the field to get the extra five yards and get a first and down. Both of those guys are also better than Russ ever was or ever. <laughs> also <had>. true. <laughs> and Russ, we trust, baby. Um, Broncos. That's that's weird hearing a hearing a Seahawk fan being like hey, Broncos ride he over a, here. Dude, he he did us a solid. <laughs> he was a bum for a year to send us one more parting gift. He didn't do pick. that for you. Was he was but, a bum. But <laughs> see, when we did that, we got a Super Bowl out of it. <laughs> Jared Goff was a bum for a year and we got Matt Stafford. You guys got Geno awesome. first round X. Uh, I will say that that uh, Cortland Sutton catch, by the way, holy poop. It is the most uh, improbable catch. That, that was, nice. was awesome. 3.2% awesome. chance. The most probable catch completion in next gen stat era. Scramble distance, 16 Dope yards. Catch. Air distance, 37.8 yards. Sideline distance, negative 0.7 yards. On, I don't know what two of the numbers that you said mean, um, but that sounds like almost every Kyler Murray completion. Uh, what you just said. Except it's not. <laughs> it's every Russell Wilson completion because Russell Wilson has the second most improbable catch at five All right. percent. All right. Fanboy, fan go play on the train tracks. Let's keep moving. He also has a uh, losing record. So, <laughs> does he play defense? Last time I checked, uh, he does not. Anyway, next up, we've got <laughs> Eagles at the Chiefs. This is a really exciting one. You got two classes of the div- uh, div- conference. I almost said division, but also the conferences. They're both number one in their, con- yep. in their division. But Eagles at the Chiefs. Um, let's go mm-hmm. Matt first on this one. So I've been watching for this game for a little while. Um, thought it was not ironic at all. And this is some collusion by the NFL and really just setting themselves up for success because I don't know if you guys noticed this, but neither of these teams played this last week. Um, they 100% gave bye weeks to the Chiefs and the Eagles before they went and played each other. Uh, I'm going to go... Where is this again? My bad. Kansas City. Casey. It's in Kansas. Oh, well, I'm going Kansas City. 
That is a the, either of these places is a crap place to play. These the coaching staffs are awesome. Both teams quarterback play is going to be exceptional. I would assume it was last time they played each other. Um, and uh, and genuinely though, at the end of the day, um, <laughs> this could literally just come down to Hertz can't communicate with his team uh, while he's trying to pull off a last minute drive. I expect this to be a close game and an awesome one, but I'm just giving it to the Chiefs because that it sucks to play in Kansas City. It absolutely sucks, especially this time of year. It's going to be freaking cold. Is this the night game? I didn't look at the schedule. I, or is not, this the 125? I'm not sure. I know it's not the morning. They would not leave this in the morning. That is just stupid. Uh, so this game is at when my my Wi-Fi has been struggling oh, dude, here. Why does it keep coming off there? Uh, it's still loading. It is still loading. It is the... Monday oh. night. Monday night game. It's Oh, it's Monday night? Oh, screw that. No, Chiefs are winning this game. Period. End of story. Not even a conversation. Uh, Eagles are getting their second loss. You know what? I will go next because it is a conversation. Because you know what travels well in cold weather? Run game of defense. So That's adorable. They are going to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes' hands. I think they're going to dominate the trenches. Uh, I'm going Eagles. This is one of those times where Grant is just wrong, and that's fine. See, here's the thing. I don't ever... I'm not combative like you. And so... And here's the thing. When I'm right, when I'm right, I'm not going to even bring it up. Listen... I just had to you. I just had to sit here for like ten minutes while you went off about Russell Wilson bullcrapping. Ten minutes. I'm going to tell you you're wrong about something. The next chance that I get. Ten minutes. Wow, that's it the shortest. That's the sure shortest. Sure, freaking 10 felt I've like ever it. Experienced in my life. I I have some really good jokes that I'm going to say off air, but I genuinely bullcrap. Mike, <laughs> go for it. Eagles at Chiefs. Come on, come on. You know. Oh, we got Zoom is, Zoom is struggling here. We lost you for a sec. Uh, oh, let's oh, go ahead. Oh, you lost me. Let's just. Oh, we're trying to go, Mike. Me, me All right. You got us back, Mike. I'm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I got ahead. you a little bit oh, here. We so go. we're okay. gonna go we're gonna bring you back here. I'm gonna say the Eagles have one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and Patrick Mahomes is the best passer in the league. I am taking these Chiefs at home. No problem. I'm with Matt. I'm a, I'm going to back Mike up with, uh, as we were, we were talking, uh, or had an earlier conversation. See, that's great, but his wide receivers are going to drop the ball okay. 14 times. I'm going to back Mike up because uh, the Eagles are 26th in passing yards allowed. They are 30th in touchdowns. Just throwing that out And on there. the flip side of that, right, the Chiefs have like a top three defense. Yeah. And Bingo. they're playing at home. And they have a better head coach. As good as Sirianni Something is. about defense so, wins championships, it's a right? prime time game. Yep. Mahomes so, and prime time. I'm taking Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. All right. <laughs> Loving it. Okay, I'm loving it. Mike, Mike, and I have agreed on the last two. That's making me feel a little better. What agreeing with me doesn't make you feel good? No, <laughs> agreeing with you never. I'm literally makes me tied feel with good. you, bro. It I'm literally tied with you. Makes me feel good. Okay, whatever. Doesn't right. benefit me. All right, so uh, next last up, one. Our last, our last one. one: Steelers at Browns. Good this one again. One, I think this is actually the toughest one to pick, in my opinion. 
because both offenses are inept. Mm-hmm. Both defenses are really good. Very, very good. They both got the they both got the edge rusher. They both got some solid pieces in the secondary. Um I think I have to go first now again. I think yeah, we're gonna look back, back to you. Back around. Um Oh, oh this Steelers, is an early game Steelers too. At Browns, yeah, it's not that far to travel. Uh, currently, Browns favored as a typical uh, home team, three and a half. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Browns that, that just go because. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I'm going to go Browns just because that offense can put up points at least. Like they they put up thirty, um, or thirty three or whatever they end up doing against the Ravens, um, and so. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns. Their home offense is a little better there, so going Browns. All right, next uh, up, is I'll James go ahead and in. jump in here. Um, oh, okay, go for it. Yeah, let me jump in here. I'm gonna say the Browns have a better defense. The Browns probably have a better quarterback, and I'm not even a Deshaun Watson fan. I'm going with the Browns at home against the Steelers team that I've seen play terrible ball and a Browns team that has honestly beat some of the best teams in the league. I'm I'm going Browns. They have some higher highs, as you might say. Yeah. This is a rivalry, by the way. This is going to be like a terrible scoring game. It's going to look ugly the entire time. It's going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Jameson. Uh, I'm also picking the Browns. You guys basically covered why they can actually score. Their defense is better and they're at home. And again, not really a Deshaun guy by any means, but he's better than Kenny Pickett, or at least right now. So I'm taking yep. the Browns. Okay. Oh my gosh. Are you going to try and zag? Zag, man. You're going to be smart. Get, get that game back guys, on me. This is the only one where I can zag. And you'd feel okay zagging? No, I don't feel okay. The freaking you guys have said why? Like the Steelers' offense is horrible. Come on, flip, flip a coin. Flip oh a coin. Oh my gosh! All right, I'll flip a coin and see what happens. All right, let's I do. Have I don't have coin. an actual coin, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go. No, I, have, I have an app. I have an app. This I have my app. lucky credit card. I have an app. Oh, your lucky credit card yeah, that you the one left I on lost. my stairs. No, like this twenty is, minutes ago. And this is the one I left in uh, Disneyland. Oh and they gosh. mailed it back to me. I got it back yesterday. I have a coin right here. I don't. Tr- I don't trust your stupid app. It's yours. All right. What is this? Wait, wait. You have to call it first. I know. Tails never fails would be the Browns. There you go. Ah, piss. All right. Well, hold on. Tails never fails would be the Browns with my credit card. That did not help. You didn't flip it, bro. That's true. It didn't. It kind of went sideways. All right. Tails never fails. All right. Fine. All right. We're going to the Browns. That was a literal coin flip. I can't do it. It would have been a hard. I honestly, that's one of those ones where like I would have known going in. I was just going to get hosed this week. And just been like, ah, oh, that was a bad I idea. I think that is our only... Wait, is that our only sweep? That's that our is, only sweep. That is our only sweep. Yep. Yes, because wow. you're stupid and you love Russell Wilson. Well, And the Eagles. Anyway, Eagles. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, bro. I'm either going to look like a genius. <laughs> you're a moron. I'm going to look like I have brain I don't, damage. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this. But more often than not, you, you got a little... Hey, you know, he... He likes to lick the sidewalks and chew seatbelts. <laughs> then, the then you do. Then you do. I haven't uh, called many things. But genius. I don't, I don't think I've ever called to lick. <laughs> like I got a vibe to lick a sidewalk. But all right. 
We'll take it. It's the first time for everything, y'all. Um, they're all wrong. Have you wait? Geniuses. Have you ever licked the gum wall? Like in Seattle? Yeah. Have you licked the gum wall? Are you insane, bro? I've seen tons of people do it. What? You've never been there and seen somebody lick no. the gum wall? No, I I mainly think that thing is grotesque. Well, like, I go I, it is it, gross, but, but like you've never seen it happen. I don't think so. Oh my god, no, I've, I've seen just, that I've happen seen, like, so many times. Girls pose in front of it. That's about all I've seen. Yeah, I go there, look at them, like cool, and then I look, go up and leave. Yeah, you've never t- have you taken a picture in front of it? No. What a weird thing! Never. I'm sorry, I don't find wow. people's gum like as a great thing to take a. So he's telling of. me that he's never licked a sidewalk. He's never licked How a gum wall or taken a picture How in front of it. I never lick a sidewalk. I just, gosh, that's yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. So weird of me to not lick a sidewalk or that's people's gum off a wall. That's hilarious. Well, guys, it uh, it finally happened this week as we're wrapping up. I, I had suffered my first loss in the A-League. Hey, we told you to just take it. Uh, I knew it was going to happen eventually. It did... I did not have a great week, but also the guy I was playing uh, scored 183 points, uh, which in our point system is very difficult to do. He is a massive Cowboy fan Sweet and Dak. doubled up on Dak That's and bonkers. CD. Yeah, that'll, that'll it, was, uh, it was our buddy Alex Dyke uh, got me. So that one was pretty bad. I uh, did did want to run a couple of matchups at you guys going into the week and uh, make it uh, pretty simple. I think there's some really obvious ones that you should be keyed in on this week. We were just touching on the Eagles and Chiefs matchup. If you have Rashid Rice or Pacheco going into this week, I would highly advise giving them a start if they are ones that you put into your flex or are filling in uh, for people as we're going through all these bye weeks. Uh, that would be a smart play this week. Uh, if you followed my advice last week in a certain Buccaneers game, um, the Bucks defense had by far its best showing of the year. Don't expect that to happen every week, but I would be a little bit cautious as you're looking at matchups this week and trying to decide who's going to do what. Um, the uh, the matchup's not super uh, awesome there with the 49ers at all, um, uh, but this week with the 49ers at home and them playing on that level, um, 49ers are a start. And I'm saying all of them. Uh, if you if you have Christian McCaffrey, that's ob- and if you don't start Christian McCaffrey, by the way, I know I have a friend. I really do. You are who on crack. benched Christian McCaffrey uh, for a week, which I he literally goes. I just felt like that is the famous like I'm a moron. Uh, fantasy football players, I felt just never do that. Never go with your gut. Play the projections. Uh, check those matchups every now and then. Yeah, guys rated for a few two point, a few points too low or whatever. I always just look up the matchup. Like, but you got to look at that matchup and how the other defense is playing. Like, yeah, you do need to consider that. But Christian McCaffrey is like, are you brain dead? Um, do you, you know, lick sidewalks. Because <laughs> that Fair person enough. probably, yeah, you're coming out here asking me if I lick sidewalks. That guy licks and, sidewalks say, regularly. Yeah. I mean, that's I think he our, melts things on the sidewalks so just, that he can lick them off. That's the just sidewalk. our new insult. Um, I'll tell you who it was later. Uh, <laughs> but genuinely, uh, you should you should be an all start on the 49ers. If you got Brock Purdy, start him. If you got Debo, start him. Ba, start him. Kittle, start him. 
Uh, don't start backups, but like any of those guys, you go for it. Um, I think that's a absolute go. And if you have been, if you are like our the, our buddy that's downstairs right now, and you like that particular quarterback named Baker Mayfield that plays for the Buccaneers, sit him. A hundred percent. You need to sit him. If if Baker is your starting quarterback, you probably need to reevaluate how much you actually. I understand if he's your spot starter. Sure, eighteen nineteen sure. points is fine. Um, but you shouldn't be. You, you shouldn't should be not be in that. a position to be starting Baker Mayfield. I'm no, gonna say that. no, most people should not be. Um, for those of you riding the Dak Prescott train, continue to ride that this week. Him and uh, CD Noah Brown. Holy cow! That that's just been a uh, lightning rod the last two weeks. Stardom. Um, considering a few others, watch the Vikings this week as it leads up to this game. Uh, if they place Jefferson on a snap count, he may not be worth a start. You really need to watch that. Don't get overly excited. They may ease him into play, especially if the Vikings are able to go up early in that game. They may take him out. Um, if, honestly, if they're smart, they should because they're in a you would hope spot. So. You don't want to risk that. You would hope so. Um, they they don't have a they do have a mildly difficult schedule going forward but uh you want to watch that one pay very careful attention if he sits for some reason or they announce a 20 snap counter lower on jefferson you need to start addison if you got him um and a lot of people are asking the question do i not start addison going forward um hawkinson obviously has taken off a little bit i had a tremendous week this last week I I would definitely play that by the snap count uh, margins here. Um, Hawkinson and uh, Hawkinson and Jefferson are gonna get those points going forward. Uh, Dobbs already has a fantastic connection uh, with Hawkinson, so continue to evaluate that. Uh, last little bit here is just I uh, and and really want to throw this out there. If you are looking at the Cleveland and Steelers matchup. Uh, Pickens is not right now a startable option. Uh, Deontay Johnson absolutely is. Uh, he's got 11 catches over 140 some yards last two matchups and a touchdown plus some rushing yards. Um, and he is the only offensive weapon that I'd guarantee going into that game. That said, uh, teams have been able to gain a few yards on the ground against the Browns. And but in this matchup, I like Warren a whole lot more than I like Najee. Najee got one lucky break on a uh, score last week, had his longest uh, second longest rush of his career uh, when he scored. So I would just caution that in that running back situation. If you need Warren in a flex, he's a, he's a go. Deontay Johnson's a go. Um, Amari Cooper this week uh, should be a go. I would start him against the Steelers. I do like certain matchups he's going to get there. And in uh, in conclusion, uh, watch the watch what you do if you are uh, a Ford owner against the Steelers. Don't always love how that goes. Um, and uh, you Thursday should Thursday night. Yeah, tough th- defense. Don't love going into a game like that. But all that said, I uh, hope you guys have a great fantasy week. Uh, I we're going to say I am on an uptick. I have won three straight. Hey, I'm four and five. I think I'm now fifth in, in the B League. There you go. So the the, the Burrow Jamar Chase thing's finally paying off. Yes, holy crap! And I think it will continue to. I think so too. I I really do. I, I obviously I'm starting them this week. Uh, 
One one last thing to consider, though. I like I said. I hope you have a great fantasy week. Do check your fantasy um, trade deadline for your league. If you are in, uh, we have a lot of friends that play Yahoo. It is coming up November eighteenth, real quick. This is so. Sad. Uh, I think it's no 18th or sorry, it's 18th, 19th, or could be as late as the 21st, depending on your league settings. But that's kind of like your default timeline. So it's around this next week. So make those last trades as you're trying to prep for the playoffs uh, and go get your guy. Uh, Remember, you're you're getting close to being through the bye weeks here. You got just a couple of weeks left, so you can spare a little bit of that bench depth. most, Most likely if you're trying to make an honest playoff run, but go get a guy. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next week, I will briefly touch on college football playoff as we're getting close to the end of that. I'll bring up a few things. Let's go. Uh, that dropped today. Ohio State took number one. Uh, Oregon's still number six. Oregon is number six right now. Uh, congratulations to Oregon State fans. Breaking the top ten on polls this week. Uh, moved up to number nine. Uh, they are the highest ranked two-loss team in the country. I personally believe Missouri deserves that, but that's fine. Uh, just because they got a better quarterback and well, yeah, stud wide receiver out there too. But uh, no, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the CFP and I super pumped for the end of college football here. Love bowl season. Love all that stuff. And real excited for next year when we get 12 teams in the college football playoff. Let's, Let's go. go. All right. You guys have a great week and we'll catch up with you and hope to God that the Broncos get freaking murdered. Anyway, later. Later.